Put it there, boy, and we'll show these fascists what a couple of hillbillies can do. Once upon a time, there was an author on the internet called Gay Cat, and they wrote a hybrid Fallout My Little Pony fanfic, and it was good. But then this um, sort of reactionary toad um, uh, hated it so much that they wrote a, like, five-book hate fic that exceeds uh, were it to be printed out at a standard font size uh, most dictionaries. <laughs> and so we read all of that. That's that second thing, we read it all. Um, and we beat it, it and, and defeated it. It is no more. And so, as a victory lap, we're going to run reading the first one. Uh, so welcome to uh, a, a fan podcast, I guess, for K-Cats. Uh, 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 masterpiece. Uh, Fallout Equestria. Um, uh, welcome, welcome to the Fanfic Fanfic Podcast. I am your co-host, Sal Whittington Esquire. Joining me as always is your host, Fi. How's it doing, Fi? Hi, everybody. We should jump right into this one. Uh, what happened happened? last week? What did happen last week? A lot of these chapters are kind of blurring together a little bit. It's it's actually pretty hard to remember. Uh, last week was the, the helicopter escape episode. Um, I'm pretty sure they they went into a spooky haunted mansion, uh, filled with ghoulies, and then they uh, spooky hospital. Thank you kindly. <laughs> yes, my a mistake. Spook spittal. <clears throat> no, that doesn't. That's nothing. We'll we'll get it in post. I never. A said horror that. spittal. Uh, they got in a helicopter and flew away. Uh, a, a pedal, <laughs> a a pedal operated <laughs> helicopter, and yep. flew away. With... Like an exercise bike that can fly. Yeah, like an exercise bike mounted to like a helicopter blade. Like, like again, a, a whirly gig, basically. With, hilariously, our protagonist flying away, dragging everyone else along in the, in the telekinetic orbit. Uh, just helplessly drifting around her. And... So what did we learn in the hospital? Like, like why why was the hospital spooky? Because that's that's relevant. Uh, it was full of body horror monsters because we found out that the uh, this setting stand in for the forced evolutionary virus, the stuff that makes the uh, super mutants, which is a concept lost in memorial after like f- fucking Bethesda just shat on the entire concept so much. Uh, in this, it's called the Impelled Metamorphosis po- Potion or the IMP, designed to turn people into alicorns. But it don't work no good. So instead, most of the time, it turns people into goo monsters. Or if you expose it to other things, it turns into other horrible stuff. And that's what Taint turns it to be. Seemingly, old One is like a like has been like a weird, like test facility or like storage warehouse. Goop horses. That's the thing they've been having to deal with is these goop horses. And uh, yeah, I know. And then things get weird. It's a little hard to remember what happens after that, for yeah. some reason. Yeah, we, we get, like, a, a cool sequence of events where, like, we're blipping in and out of, like, sequences that kind of feel like kind of uninteresting little points of, that really wouldn't, 
like matter to the story at large. And it's because little Pip has some sort of nefarious plan to deal with the goddess. The only way to like do it apparently requires excising her memories of it. Uh, so there's just black spots where her memory should be in the story. All, all we know for sure is that we figured out that um, Zenith is immune to unicorn telepathy, is, 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 is immune to the goddess's telepathy, and mm-hmm. that at some point uh, in the execution of the uh, initial stages of this grand plan, uh, she uh, took drugs to enhance her negotiation power to negotiate something with Red Eye. And everyone's very disappointed with her about it. Um, and then... More disappointed about the fact that she resorted to the drugs. It, it hasn't come up yet that she's... She broke bread with the... Sir, one of our two <laughs> primary antagonists. Yeah. Lord Bison himself. But yeah, so uh, she did all of that. We met Life Bloom, who is a good, good book horse who is part of the secret society that actually runs Ten Pony Tower. The Twilight Society, I think is what it's called. Who are a secret cabal who uh, run things here. Which I was very critical of in Project Horizons. And I, uh, it's stupid that they even include it in PH at all. It's really forced and ham-handed. And also... Oh, it's... We'll get to it. Like, also, I don't know how it is in this story, but like... They're kind of presented as a sort of, like, magic cult that just sort of, like, I don't know. It's it's dumb and stupid and shouldn't have been in PH, that's for sure. Uh, and then we have a funny situation where Little Pip is like, I know I told myself to not listen to look at these memories, but I can't help but look at them. <laughs> so we're treated to Little Pip yelling at herself from the past into a mirror, I guess, about how... <laughs> She did it, even though she knew she wasn't going to. Like, she knew she told herself not to, but she did it anyways. And, uh, yeah, she was really disappointed. You're insufferable, little Pip, says little Pip. Can't believe you. How could I have done this? (laughs) I'm so disappointed in myself. Um, what makes it funnier is that the most stinging parts is when she, like, second guesses. Like, I don't know, but maybe I didn't. (laughs) That'd be nice. In which case, I apologize for yelling at you. But, yeah, and I don't know if there's anything else, like, that was like super important that happened. No, nope, we we open up uh, with with the immediate aftermath of that of uh, uh, Maj uh, asking, "Well, uh, as as she she sees uh, a Pip uh, closing uh, Maj's vault, just to, <laughs> with with with, an, with 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 a sort of like cat like expression of this isn't happening. I don't care what your lying eyes tell you. It's it's." <laughs> Um, um, uh, 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 Maj is uh, profoundly disappointed. Uh, you, you, you broke into my stuff to look at memories that you yourself told you not to look at. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, like Pip's initial response is to like try to like is to to sweatily say, "I do not know what you mean. <laughs> I am not here." <laughs> You cannot see me. I was sleep stealing. Um, and so this is the first, like, this is the first time their their relationship has had a had a had a had a rocky patch, where Maj has to come to terms with the fact that she is dating a a, a goblin. Uh, like all, all the 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 trials of goblin <coughs> care and maintenance. 
<laughs> uh, which 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 follows up with like I I have in my notes here. I took notes this time uh this week. Um Pip, the world's most powerful bottom. <laughs> because like all of these like extremely dangerous weirdos are like like follow Pip's lead. Like just sort of reflexively and and without question. And yet she is now being disciplined by her girlfriend. Yes. That, like you're sleeping on the couch. Like this is, you know, uh, I, I have to punish you for this. And uh, immediately, like, seeing the darkness fill Pip's eyes, before you catastrophize, our relationship isn't over. I am just punishing you. <laughs> because you've been a bad little horse. <laughs> um, so, uh, Pip, Pip sulks and, and makes her way to uh, sort of the, the, the side bedrooms. Uh, uh, up here near the in this uh upper part of of ten pony tower uh where where the rest of the party is sleeping and without thinking about it she like <clears throat> so at first i i i i i wondered if i was misunderstood reading this it says that like she she without really thinking about it idly unlocks the door and at first i thought that that meant with a key but no Uh, she, she like, 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 with, with, with it, with an overly practiced hoof, like, like, telekinetically, like, picks the door lock, uh, to, to get into the room, and, and when she opens the door, uh, she finds, uh, two figures writhing, writhing out of the colors, <laughs> that are, that are roughly, uh, calamity and velvet shaped. <laughs> Uh, and she T poses and, and hovers backward. <laughs> one, one of the other disturbing things is that she was able to to to, to manhandle uh, this lock silently, <laughs> and again without like without conscious thought. Just gonna load from a previous save, <laughs> and I'll be on my way. So she eases back. And slowly clicks the door into place, but the sound of the latch, like <laughs> crossing, like the, the 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 ever so silent click, is 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 what does her in, and so she just has to flee down the <laughs> way. Like, the, like, did did the door just close? Did, did somebody flee? <laughs> cartoon cartoon running noises. Oops, don't fails me now. And so now she's sulking in 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 hyper mode, like now she's you know like has nowhere to nowhere to put herself. <laughs> like she 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 has no idea like what to do now. So she like she like in an effort to just get away, in an effort to escape this this even more deeply uh, unsettling situation. Uh, she she goes to 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 uh, uh, Maja's um, quarters and and knocks on the door. Gets no answer. Doesn't know if like this is like because she's not there or this is part of the scalding. Like goes up to the recording studio. Decides not to knock because what if she's recording and that would make this whole situation even worse. So she just camps there until uh, she hears uh, Calamity and Velvet moving out to the Arboretum, talking <laughs> uh, about the situation, 
and like worried about Pip. Like, oh, do you suppose she saw us? Like, do you suppose she she's still jealous? She she did like have a crush on Velvet. Like, which of the two of them should talk about it? Definitely Velvet. <laughs> definitely, definitely Velvet. Velvet saying like, I mean, I I I would have hoped that she could just take revenge and lord this over me like I lord all of her like sexual accumulations over her but I guess I guess that's just not in her <laughs> um and their 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 conversation about their their like immediate like situation with each other like gets a little too like embarrassingly romantic like it gets like Pip can no longer like stomach like deepening her like embarrassing situation by like prolonged overhearing this <laughs> So, like, she, she comes up with a cunning plan. She opens and closes the door immediately behind her. Quote, step through it. And, oh, you guys were having conversation? Hey. <laughs> hey, I, I just I just walked into the room just now. <laughs> Not realizing that Maj was on the other side of that door. <laughs> who then comes storming out and demanding to know, like, did you just open and close that door? Like, I told you that you're on probation. <laughs> Supposed to say, little bit is having a rough night. <laughs> uh, this this uh, follows up like a, an abbreviation of Pip, like through like tears and sobs, explaining the entire situation <laughs> up to this point to the three. Uh, and this takes up a lot of real estate in the story. Just them sort of like catching up on their their sort of emotional condition, like yeah, catching up on feelings. Yeah. And Pip finds out that um, if it weren't for her weird paranoia that the two of them were, like, crushing on each other in a relationship, they wouldn't have gotten together. <laughs> uh, that's very funny. Um, Pip doesn't think it's terribly funny. She yeah. understands that it's very funny, but it's not extreme. Like, it's not terribly funny. <laughs> so if, I was right. If you like, were I, never I, a I, jealous baby about this, we have never would have ended up. Oh. <laughs> Great. I'm so happy for the both of you. Savior of the wasteland, everyone. <laughs> uh, so, so we so we get back to like some just some stuff uh, going on, ha- hanging around Ten Pony Tower. Um, Pip cracks into another memory orb, uh, another morb. Uh, this one uh, opens with some of the main six. Uh, particularly um, Rainbow Dash and uh, Rainbow Dash, Rarity, and Applejack are, are hanging around in, in, I think, a coffee shop. Um, I, I forget the... Um, I only have my notes in front of me, and I, for, I forget the specific circumstances, but they're hanging around somewhere public, and they're confronted by by a group of uh, basically Pegasi separatists Yeah. Uh, yelling at uh, uh, Rainbow Dash for... Um, blaming Rainbow Dash for, like... Pegasi involvement in Equestria's war. It's, yeah, the, the war has apparently been going on long enough that, like, people are just looking for any excuse to, like, not be involved, like, for it to be over in any way. And I think yeah. these, like, parents of, of dead horses, of, of dead wing horses, of, of dead bird horses, um, have, like, sort of taken this, like, Pegasi separatist line of, like, this was, this was, like, this is the ground's fault and this is the ground's problem. Like, why, you know, why are Pegasi dying over it? Yeah, that's why we're part um, of Pony QAnon now. Yeah, like like horse unity is breaking down. Like even though like all the reasons for the war are like every horse's problem, they they're they're now sort of disassociating with that and like 
sort of, yeah, um, have decided to like sort of blame Applejack uh, for for dragging uh, Pegasi into into something that wasn't their problem until Applejack, like, yeah, in, in, until the inclusion of Pegasi made it that way. That like they they argue that like well the the zebras have like plenty of artifacts that allow them to fly in addition to uh, griffin allies and dragons, um, so it is definitely the sky's problem too. But they're they they remain unconvinced by this. Um, uh, earlier in the in the morb, um, uh, Applejack um, sort of like we, we get a moment of Applejack being like just hopelessly moronically trusting like that like oh you're gonna go to a shareholders meeting of of your uh of, of your ministry the the people who like threw you down an elevator who tried to kill you by by cutting the the brakes on an elevator there ain't no proof of that <laughs> okay uh but eventually the 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 place is attacked by we don't know who uh, and we never will, uh, because they eradicated by the, uh, laser turrets in the, in the ceiling. <laughs> uh, and one of them complains, like, whose idea was it to, like, we can't exactly interrogate piles of dust, nor even go through their stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a bad day when the They're... fucking Starbucks death lasers <laughs> flip out from the roof. Yeah, there's complaints that there is no, no leads now on like who 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 came in here throwing grenades, uh, because they're piles of dust. But in 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 the chaos of the attack, uh, Rarity's uh, copy of the Black Book <laughs> slips out of her bags yep. for everyone to see, and there's a long conversation about that. We, didn't you didn't you tell us that you'd stopped reading that? <laughs> hey, why is that book got like a horrible scary face on it? it looks like it's made of human flesh. Ah, uh, don't worry about it. Oh wait, I, I forgot to mention that the, the morb opened with uh Rarity, did you teleport here? Yes, I've been brushing up on my magic, darling. But uh, yeah, the the the, the morb uh is is bookended by uh Rarity uh teleporting in and teleporting in out and the the description of the teleportation is like notably eerie. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we, we, they, they talk about the black book a little bit. It seems to be indestructible. Rarity uh, apparently claims to have made a good faith effort to destroy it, mm -hmm. um, to, to, to burn it. It remanifested in Princess Celestria's chambers. Like the, the book refuses to not exist. It, it, <laughs> it will, it will be somewhere. Uh, if, if you destroy it, it will just be somewhere else. Apparently there was also a very uncomfortable conversation between Rarity and Princess Celestia after that incident. I mean, yeah. I'd be a little miffed, too. There's a sucking oh, yeah, hole in space and then a book was there. I was a little miffed. <laughs> and this book is bad. Small horse, do you realize how bad this book is? But it'll help with the war. Well, okay. <laughs> Alright. I guess you can be a necromancer. Pip wakes up from a morb. Imprisoned in a room full of hooded figures uh, who interrogate her. This is indeed the Twilight Society. And uh, like everything that Somber touches, Somber, Somber took a look at this group and, and, and saw like a group of like cool mystics to be taken seriously. Like executors of, of uh, Twilight Sparkle's like will, basically, mm -hmm. is, is, is the impression I got. Like, the, 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 the holders of her ancient secrets and the powerful uh, magics reserved within this tower. 
uh, K-Cat very pointedly, like, like makes a, make a strong point, uh, especially through a little pip to point out, you fucking losers, you dinks, you idiots. Like, who, who the hell are you to like, uh, they, they basically want like, we want to know precisely who you are, little pip. Your antics have put our, 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 our ancient project for, for the, 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 the purification and betterment of the wastes in danger. Meanwhile, really, they're all about have... as dangerous as the chess club. Yes, essentially. Like, she points that out. Like, and, and what exactly is it you've been doing over these 200 years? Lying in wait for the ideal moment. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> Ten Pony Towers a bastion of civilization. That effect... <laughs> Uh, seems to me that you've, uh, you, all you've been protecting is your own comfort and power and your sense of importance, uh, keeping a hold of secrets that are useful to no one. (laughs) Nonetheless, we cannot allow you to, (laughs) to continue your shenanigans without, without the appropriate guidance. We, we demand to observe your mobs. We, we, we want to know whatever, what, 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 what conspiracy you're hatching and if it would be a danger to this noble institution of the secret Twilight Society. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely making the woo noise. Yes, but they, 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 the, the woo is, is very implicit, especially like they, 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 they never make the, the woo noise uh, audibly. It's made by the presence of their, their cloaks. <laughs> yeah, no, I... I K uh, Cat is very clearly like making it a, a, a pointed like use of uh, the Iron Law of institutions, like in 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 the the original depiction of the Twilight Society, very useless mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and and frankly interfering <laughs> um, yeah. in this product. And like ultimately, Pip agrees that uh, okay, I'll let you have my morms on the condition that I get them back. And, and, like, it, it's notable that, like, it's pulling teeth getting all of these, like, very reasonable, like, demands. Mm-hmm. All right, step one. I get them back. <laughs> Homage is is to receive, like, no, like, punishment for having helped me to this point. Like, she is, like, you are, you are not to retaliate against her. I didn't write them all down, but that's those are the two basic ones. It's like, you, know, you like, after you're done watching... Like the memories that I stored away, like I, you know, they're they're mine. <laughs> like I get I get to have them back when you're done, um, and you're not going to uh, punish like the only person who has objectively, visibly been doing anything for the waste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely uh, think it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, just to like touch on it very uh, briefly, then like Ph, they're so weirdly mythologized that like. A considerable point of drama is that since BJ is the direct descendant of Twilight Sparkle somehow, that, like, they would, like, restrain her and force her to, like, live in the tower, I guess, because she has access to, like, bypass spells that even they can't open. And, like, it's just one of those things where, like, how? Even by that point, BJ was, like, a buzzsaw made of death and like i said these guys are the chess club they're a bunch of book nords they're they're a bunch of erudite nobles who are like 
Ah, yes, we're the real conspiracy that runs this tower uh, to preserve its knowledge. It's like, oh, yeah, these guys are going to be real dangerous. And as was pointed out before, this tower is a nightmare. Like, it's, it is, it is, it is, like, the, the management is, 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 uh, uh, they're, uh, they've been doing a bad job. They've been fairly barbarous, uh, for a, a supposed beacon of civilization. I, I would say, I wouldn't say a nightmare, i say a joke, personally. Like, they, they are a, they're ineffectual to a T. Well, they, they, the, the, the one thing they are good at is maintaining power, um, within their, like, extremely limited scope. Um, because, uh, b- before, like, Pip is allowed to leave, like, she's handed back a morb, and, like, <laughs> like if you could please, if you could please reindulge in the same morb <laughs> while we, while we move you back to wherever you, like, where, where we found you. <laughs> if you could please knock yourself out again. <laughs> uh, so that we could put you back, and, uh, and, and, and so, uh, Pip obliges and and uh, uh, wakes up, you know, uh, where where she left off. And Zenith explains that, you know, who were those guys that kidnapped <laughs> you a second ago? I, I I trailed them all the way there and back here, and I didn't intervene because they didn't seem to be harming you, frankly. Uh, I just love that. Who are those guys that just kidnapped you? And this uh, sort of culminates in in uh, Zenith's day out. That like there, there's a conversation with Zenith and like is is there anything I can do for you? I would like to like Zenith explains. I would like to just go to a store and shop and like be treated like no more rudely than everyone else is treated. Mm-hmm. Because like from like her experience, like Zenith explains it pretty matter of factly that like most of the time she just feels like a a Earth Pony who is cursed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's very, like, separated from her, like, culture and people in the first place. And then living so long as a slave further alienated from, like, being a zebra. It's, like, maybe not phrased the best way, but I understand the sentiment that they're trying to get across yeah. with Zenith. Um, so, so Zenith gets, gets a very brief uh, time. Magical yeah. shopping tour. Uh, because uh, they 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 give her a uh, they they cast an illusion spell on her, mm-hmm. um, so that she can she can appear as, as as a mere horse, which again is uncomfortable. But you know, also Ten Pony's Tower is like you just know what their response to a zebra is going to be. Uh, you know it in your soul, uh, and K Cat knows it. Uh, so it's all just real uncomfortable for everybody involved. But you know what? At least Zenith gets a spa day out of it. And honestly, God damn it, does she deserve it? Uh, so intensely. Uh, but it's uh, uh, it comes to to an unhappy end when um, everyone notices that oh, the slavers are evacuating. The the who are doing what now? Uh, red eyes slavers. They're they're moving away from the tower. Not all of them. Like enough to like make sure that no one can escape the tower. But all of their like civil assets are being moved out and away, for some reason. Uh, and so there's a pall like cast over everything that like you know. Like, Pip Pip struggles to think of any reason this might be happening, other than for some reason like red eye is 
going to 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 detonate it anyway. Yeah, he's accelerating for whatever reason. Uh, which is uncomfortable. Pip might not might know why, but the the reason is in the, in the morbs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that she can't see, or it'll ruin the plan. Uh, that that are also being confiscated by like the um, uh, ninja chess club, the, the <laughs> yeah. ineffectual like yeah the, the dork society upstairs. But Man, yeah, there's, there's it really is just the Twilight Sparkle fan club. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, <laughs> We've been holding on to this merchandise for years. <laughs> we are the elect. <laughs> it's accumulated so much value. <laughs> Look at my limited um, edition Twilight Sparkle toy. <laughs> oh, okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> Only a few are chosen to be worthy of of understanding its secrets. It's so cool. So, uh, 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 we, 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 we get some more wrapping up. Uh, Pip, like, very officially tells, like, Velvet, like, uh, Velvet, like, I, I fully entrust myself to you. Like, I need you as my accountability buddy. Like, uh, it, it, it is a matter of fact that I cannot trust me with, uh, 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 part-time drugs. Yes. Um, so, like, I, I need you to watch my back and, like, you know, do anything you need to, you know, check. As your official uh, role of my... team mom, I'm invoking. <laughs> um, the question of, you know, what do you do next comes up and Pip says, well, like, um, I honestly wish I knew, but I guess, like, based on, based on what I, what I know now, <laughs> I think we're supposed to be going to the Cantalot Ruins. Well, I know, but I don't know, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um and along the way we're gonna check out that uh uh village uh we're we're, we're gonna um we're gonna do zenith's loyalty mission <laughs> on the way to the next so we can get her cool armor or whatever <laughs> yeah and on the way to canterlot uh but uh and and also uh everyone nods in agreement we're gonna need steel hooves so yeah i i guess in, in reverse order um Gonna go to Cantalot, but on the way there, we're gonna uh, uh, do Zenith's loyalty mission. Uh, and on the way there, we're gonna re reequip. <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna re recruit Steel Hooves. Yeah, add him back to the party. Likely having to do whatever mission he's on. And uh, we we close out with a morb, um, which is immediately pre roar. We could we get to see like a bunch of the. The, the main six uh, hanging out. It opens up with, you know, uh, uh, Rainbow Dash is on a secret mission for the crown. Seems, seems really weird. Like, seems like war is is really on the horizon. Uh, even though it's it's unthinkable. Horses have never done war before. Normally we just have, like, a 20-minute episode and then shoot them with a big laser. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is, this is the first sign of, like, things turning to crack apart. Like, that, like, uh, that Celestia is making more demands of them. That's like uh, sort of straining their friendship with each other. And I think the uh, the most important thing out of this morb is a thesis statement for the entire story, um, which is Applejack mentions that uh, that her brother got one of those uh, new firearm what you call it uh, to to kill a cockle trace that's been um, petrifying the the pigs. 
and Fluttershy is actually aghast. Uh, and Applejack just tries to shrug it off and, uh, you know, well, you know, I, I, I know you don't like any animal, uh, dying, but like, sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do. Like, you know, we, you gotta stop a predator, uh, before, it, you know, uh, further damages the, uh, the herd. And Fluttershy, like, tries to shake her head and explain that, like, if you'd have called me, like, now your pigs are dead forever. Wait, what? Only a cockletrace can undo a, its petrification. Mm-hmm. This like is the thing from the show. If you called me, I could have <clears throat> undone. <laughs> I could have looked the, at them in a mean way and it would have solved the problem. Yeah, I, 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 you could have gotten your pigs back. But now, like, now it's a bunch of dead pigs and a dead cockletrace. And there's no going back from that. Um, Maybe this means something. Yes. <laughs> Which is also like a, a thumb in the nose to like Somber's entire fucking ideology. In the the entire like saga of his like uh well you know the, the, the harsh realities of the wasteland make monsters of us all. It's inevitable and necessary. No. <laughs> None of it was ever necessary. That's actually a pretty firm like, yeah, uh this didn't have to be this way is a pretty like firm theme i was actually like i had forgotten when this scene happened but yeah i definitely wanted to talk about it a little bit when we got to it but like it really is just kind of like it is the thesis statement i think you're totally right of the whole thing of just this like hey maybe like escalation and like interventionalism and like maybe like the ends don't justify the means because we have no control over what the ends may actually be. Grim pragmatism, ultimately not that pragmatic. Just, it's just destructive. Maybe, uh, maybe this is, maybe this was a mistake. Like, that's, that's the thing that I always think hang over, hangs over the whole of this setting is that, like, it's one bad mistake after another that in isolation, sure maybe didn't do a whole lot of harm on its own, but then eventually just sort of accumulated into the apocalypse. And it doesn't really necessarily matter, like, who did what in my mind. Like, there's a lot of argument over, well, who fired the first salvo? Who did what to cause the war? It's not really about that. It's more about the escalation, the inevitability of it all, because peace broke down and... It, even the, like, excuses given by the story that, like, maybe this has a religious bent to it, maybe this doesn't, isn't really necessary or, or uh, uh, to even really... Like, it's important to remark about, but it's, like, not as important as the central theme of, like, you... Like, you didn't... Like, this didn't have to happen. Like, this was... This was easily preventable. Like, like I made a joke about, like, usually we have a 20-minute episode, shoot a laser at it, and then talk about friendship for a while. And, like, that may seem naive, but, like, that central, like, thesis of the show, I think, is good on its face. The idea that, like, you can talk your problems out, you can solve your problems by convening with people. Like, sure, it's idealistic, but I think that it's important to have idealism especially now in in the year of our lord 2021 god this by the way this story is 10 years old yeah i i I didn't hit that until somebody pointed it out on the reddit that this is a 10 year old fanfic that's fucked up (laughs) 
Sucks the themes are eternal. Yeah, it does. It- also, there's there's a little bit in here that like the the main six were like you know e- even Fluttershy uh, Fluttershy's response being told oh we're we're going to war like yeah Princess Celestia is give us a mission we cannot fail and like even Fluttershy agrees absolutely we we must not cannot absolutely cannot must not fail who will take care of my animals there there is a case to be made that like there there it seems to be that like Kcat might be saying here that like one of the main culprits for for this happening the way it did is unflinching assumption authority yeah like a a a a a a failure of imagination to question power i could certainly read that 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 they're so used to celestia just telling them to do the right thing and then they go on a big quest and they learn a bunch of friendship and then they solve the problem and that isn't happening this time and they don't realize it i guess like they're they're the like it's it is it is is it's sort of haunting i guess uh that it's a thing that always sticks out to me is that like all of the pre-war stuff it's like as they got to the the end of the war they were all tired but like the early parts of the war are horrifying when taken into context as like oh yeah we'll just it's just a big funny adventure we'll just go and stop the zebras for 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 queen and crown and that'll just be the end of it and then like at least a decade of war happens and they're all broken and jaded and tired and alienated from each other and have crippling drug problems or necromancers or whatever the fuck rainbow dash like it's i don't think it is ever explicit what rainbow dash does but we know because she's based like her organization's based off of like the fbi and the cia you know she's got to have done some serious shit. So much blood on those hooves. <laughs> yeah. Like, there, there's, there is a pony equivalent of Argentina right now that's on fire uh, all through the middle of this. Like, or just radical eugenics programs and nuclear warfare. And, like, it's understandable that all of this happened largely because failed to do the thing they normally do. And it's kind of left under the table of like why that exactly happened. And it's, you know, you can invite to imagine what they screwed up this time uh, that led into the apocalypse. But I think it's just, I know, I think it's interesting to just think that like, you know, maybe it wasn't one thing. It was, it was always, there was always an option. There was a plan B, a second road and not taken. Now, did you see fight? It was, it was one guy. Yeah, clearly it was one guy and his name was Golden Blood and he had the biggest dick uh, and he had a baby with Fluttershy, and that baby turned out to be the most important special person in the world because she became the element of magic and friendship amongst the uh, the elements of harmony. So without without Golden Blood, Fall Equestria never would have happened and would have failed anyways. So really, you should be thankful that Somber wrote that character. Sure. <laughs> Fuck, man. Anyway. But yeah, uh, I think that's the end of our episode, though. It was a little bit of a short one, though. Uh, it is. But I think it was a good one. Well, like we, it was, yeah, we, we I, could have gone into more of like the individual shenanigans and the... Individual, yeah, like, it was a lot of like... Of recaps and stuff. But funny it was, sitcom this was, episode. Yeah. And a lot of setup yeah, it, to like it, things that are later happening. 
we're definitely it's a good way to put it this is sort of a sitcom episode this is a like yeah it's kind of a beach episode I yeah guess, with, like it's I, a, and i like these episodes i think they're good to touch base with like like uh it's we 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 you know we got to see like calamity and velvet's relationship moving along and pip having like a real relationship with a real person who is like frustrated with her but just didn't immediately detonate the relationship is nice and like zenith getting a little bit is also really nice like i I always feel like zenith really should have had more in the story in general but even just having this small moment where she just gets to be a person is i think far more monumental than it looks on the surface even if it does require like uncomfortable like magical trickery to do so but hey that's racism baby and yeah it's just looking forward to things as they start to spin out we're getting, we're building up towards canterlot which you know i made jokes about like going to thunderhead like oh yeah we're gonna go to thunderhead <laughs> oh it's the road to thunderhead but like canterlot gets like gets a lot of hype towards where it's going but it's like a significant part of the story and it's really cool uh, it's a huge tone shift from everything else that we get up to that point. So it actually it, is like a big, like, we're getting to the fireworks factory. <laughs> I, so, like, it didn't really stand out in my my mind, like, while reading it as, like, oh, Cantalot is a big fireworks factory to be excited about. Because the story up to this point is, is just so well paced that we're, like, there's always, like, a, a something that's on the horizon that we're building up to. Mm-hmm. Like, uh it's 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 a it's a long it's it's another in a string of like significant named places that like are are built up toward like the arrival to um so like on like with ph where like thunderhead was the only thing yeah in the entire story that had like prior and we kind of made a meme out um, of it anyways because it was not like it was really that just exciting. to keep ourselves entertained yeah yeah book four was rough uh anyways uh, yeah. uh you can check us out. Um, I'm Thou Art Fi. My Twitter is extremely not safe for work, uh, but I draw a pony sometimes, and that's nice. But if you want to check us out and it's a, like, a more safe for work way of getting in contact with us, you can check out Weird at Weird. Weirdington E at Twitter.com. Or you can email us uh, to Weirdington ESQ at gmail.com. Yeah. Fi? Uh huh. How's it doing, Fi? Doing fantastic. Uh, overall, damn, good story. Uh, second of all, uh, I, it's actually just really fun to talk about this and, and dissect it. But overall, I think I'm having a great time. I'm glad to be doing with this with this with you, buddy. Mm, I suppose I'll take you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.